It's been a minute. I apologize, but we are back. We are the podcast world order. This is the WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With us tonight, we got the big cast. We got the Dean of Old School, D. White. Yes, we do. There it is. We have the best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be, Hitman Jeff Hall. Hello, hello. Oh, man. God, he's he's just the right-hand man. He gets the job done, and he makes sure it's done well. It's Cod Sinclair. That's right. Uh, also, also got some branding now. So, mm. Plus, Yep, I noticed. I can't go wrong with some branding. And back from the pits of hell, he has lived through it all. It's Ben from Colorado, and we're not talking about hell being Colorado. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Um, I thought mm-hmm. you were going to Ben from Thursday. Ben from Thursday. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, mm-hmm. uh, so many, so many jokes to make just about Steelers and Ravens and postponement. Um, I blame Canada. I blame that strength and conditioning coach, but we're not here to talk <laughs> football. God, we could do that. That'd be bad. A lot of wrestling fans might hate us for it. But we are here to talk about a lot of subjects we actually kind of missed uh, with everything going on. We've missed the past two uh, Mondays just dealing with COVID, dealing with life. Uh, things are hard. Just keep on moving forward. There's your inspirational moment of the day. Uh, and we missed you all on Thursday because mm. God knows I need to eat some turkey and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Is, is kind of the meaning there. Uh, but, God, there's some there's some big news topics that we haven't really gotten a chance to discuss. Uh, so just very, very quickly, I do want to say congratulations to Leon Ruff, uh, who is engaged to – God, I'm going to butcher her name. So I, <laughs> I believe it's Aja Smith. It's probably Asia Smith, yeah. but I haven't seen the name. She, now that he's got all that North American title money, now he can provide yeah. – <laughs> and she's so, she's actually uh one of the female refs in nxt so that's, that's yeah so cool. it is cool but here is there like is really is there only down to go for leon ruff from here i mean it, it can't possibly get better for him can it this is peak leon ruff yeah oh, well i mean it's, i it's, hope it's, we're wrong he's honestly like b plus uh g uh, james ellsworth honestly so guys don't the guy just got engaged. Don't tear him down just yet. No, yeah. uh, guys, no, no. guys, engagement's on getting a rub. But let well, let's come back to reality now. He's B plus being James Ellsworth at best. Listen, listen, cut this guy some slack. One, he just got engaged. Two, he's a champ. Um, three, you know, I don't know. He's this is the best it's ever going to get for him. You know what I mean? The sky's the limit for this guy right now, right? He, he's Dwight. He's, he's farting through silk right now. Okay. 
Give us. Uh, I think he, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just call him Black Drake Maverick. We'll just call him that. So. <laughs> I was about to say he's if James Ellsworth and Leo Rush had a baby. There you go. Um, I don't know. He. I, I'm gonna go with the Drake Maverick reference because we got wedding talk. We got all that. Um, I'm just waiting for him to win the 24/7 title. Then he'll just. It'll be cap. It'll be perfect. Way to go, Leon Ruff. Hopefully, hopefully we also have a uh, Renee Michelle sighting on Impact. So we did. Um, speaking of Drake Maverick, uh, she is uh, one of the tag teams going in their uh, women's tag title tournament. Everyone's bringing back the women's tag titles. Hopefully, this is done better than WWE's. Um, Jazz out of retirement to team with Jordan Grace is going to be like a perfect fitting there. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, Ryan, according to friend of the show, Mike DeShazo, uh, He's much better than B plus James Ellsworth. He's a B plus Leo Rush. Well, that's probably not off, really. That's, that's yeah. pretty, he's entertaining in the ring. He really is. If anyone's gone and watched his stuff from like Evolve or um, I think he was in progress for a little bit. Honestly, he is great in the ring. Uh, I think the best case scenario for him, if we're actually going to show off what this guy can do, uh, move to the cruiserweight division with NXT. Uh, have some great, fantastic matches. Maybe even take the belt off of uh, Santos Escobar, so that man can go win the NXT title. Yeah, I don't care how. I, He's the guy. Now you get crazy. I'm not. And Legado's Del Fantasma is. Dwight, you have you you were you weren't here last time we were live. I, mm-hmm. Brian, and I were all in on this. Give them the straps. Give them everything. Um, I, I mean, I, right. I don't hate them. I like them. Very quickly, we won't go over it, but it needs to be said. Go watch Talking Shop-A-Mania 2. If you haven't seen number one, okay. also there for, I believe, I think $15. Yes, they are both $14.99. I did not watch the first one, um, so... I was messaging Matt the entire time. I was like, do I have enough time to watch one and then have like a 10 minute break and then watch two? The answer is yes. So give yourself three hours. Mm-hmm. Just got to disconnect for a minute. Um, and remember that's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Right. It's yes. Not serious. Yes. None of it is seriously. The main event is a ball for a ball match and we're not talking about an eyeball. So, mm-hmm. Well, it was absolutely fantastic. Maybe, maybe we'll have to talk to uh, someone who runs a a show review who we can get on to do something like that. Probably next year, since we can't do any calendar years. Oh, that's perfect! So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> the timing, excellent. Okay, so let's talk about it. We have not done it. We've talked a whole lot primarily with Paige and everything with the Twitch streaming, we are finally discussing the situation with Zelina Vega. Uh, So for everyone who doesn't know, she has been released from the WWE. I I apologize because I think this is old news at this point, but we haven't had the chance to talk about it. Um, About two weeks ago, she was released from WWE, uh, mainly stating uh, her unwillingness to get rid of her uh, third party or I guess her, her other sites 
So her Twitch, uh, and we also learned that she does have an OnlyFans where she posts. Matt, we can't say OnlyFans because that will get you uh, banned from multiple websites. So we uh, like to call them uh, friends only. Bro, well, you just said just said it twice. So let's let's just say that site, you know, where guys see women's boobs yeah. or well, just, take, just, to, just, to listen oh, to them take guys, a crap. We're spending too much time on OnlyFans and not enough time anyway. talking about well, everything that's going on with Zelina. It, it's, it's fans well, only. Yes. Well, let's – Hey, well, you know, and is it true – like this is – I had read somewhere that, that she had just done that like the day before or something like she had just set up that OnlyFans and that some people speculated she did that as a as kind of a, a way to get out. I don't know. That seems that seems bizarre to me, but um, I mean, weird it would be things awesome. have happened. Yeah. It would also seem smart. What do you now? Yeah. What time, God? Alistair Black, I say you know what to do now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not signing up. Not signing up. Not signing just up. Just going to the thing and just you know. So she is now gone. A lot of people have rallied around her because of it and a lot of people thought this was going to be the voice to kind of continue pushing this conversation i we do know that sags did reach out to her um that is the stage stage actors guild yeah or screen screen actors guild screen Screen actors um so they've talked with Zelina vega about it a lot of people imagine this is going to be the start um but honestly it's been kind of quiet the past couple of, of well i guess week week and a half um, not a whole lot of movement. A lot of speculation on where she's going to show up. Uh, so I guess I will first start with where do you guys think Selena Vega goes? Um, I, well, I mean, where was she before? I mean, she was in Mexico before, and so she's still Back. a huge name. I mean, she's still a huge name there. So, I mean, that's that's you know greener pastures for a lot of folks. Um, I think that, and, you know, and they're going, going pretty strong. Another place you might not, I mean, I would love to see her show up. And uh, if you've been paying attention, uh, MLW fusion is back on Leo rush is going to MLW Uh, sounds. They have a lot of stars, a lot of crossover with Mexico. I think Selena Vega would be a great fit for MLW. I think it's a good one. Uh, just in terms of because she has such a big online presence, I could see her trying to work a deal with AEW. Uh, but I, I feel like addition there. What'd you say? I think she would be a welcomed addition there. Their yeah. their women's division needs a shot in the arm. Hopefully, she could be the one to do it. But yeah, she's smaller than Riho. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't think well, she's gonna. Same. I mean, her. I think she. Her best position is at a is as a manager, I think, or a mouthpiece. I mean, it's not that she can't wrestle, but like Dwight said, I mean, she's she's not going to set the wrestling world on fire. Um, but it is AEW Women's Division, so she may be better than I don't know, eighty percent of the roster, the women's roster. So it's possible. Um, uh, I I think Dwight's right. I think she she would have more pop. Um, Going back to well, not well, not going back, but you know, like back to Mexico or or, or uh, MLW. I mean, she could go to AEW, and I mean, I don't know how how many uh, how many fans are going to you know pop for. Her. I mean, I mean, I'm sure a lot, but I mean, I, I just don't think in the long run it's going to be some 
if she goes there, give her a month and she'll just look like everybody else. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that both impact and AEW's women's division could use her. Um, it depends on how invested I think she is in her endeavors outside of professional wrestling. Um, who knows? She might sit out and wait and and wait for Alistair Black's con- contract to run up, and yeah. then they go wherever they want to go. Um, I think I think if you're looking geographically, I think that AEW is the most logical fit, considering that WWE will soon move to Tropicana Field. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no, you're correct. They are being stopped currently by a flock of pigeons, but yes. Um, <laughs> geographically, that's the best move so that she can stay close to Alistair Black. Um, outside of that, um, I don't, I think she'd make a better, a greater impact. No, no pun intended. Um, in AEW, then going back to impact. Um, there's just, I, I don't think there's much that she can accomplish by going back. Um, I think, I think the greater avenue is, to either be a is to either be a be a wrestler for AEW or just sit out and wait and come over with Aleister Black and just be the and just be a couple and just and just run the world over there. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that Selena Vega was tremendously under underutilized when she was on Raw. Yeah, agree, agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Uh, just going back to her size comparison to Riho, uh, Zelina Vega is 5'1", 106 pounds, while Riho stands in at under 100 pounds, I know for sure. 5'1", oh. uh, yeah. half inches, 99 pounds. So they're pretty much the same size. One, la- one last thing, just to circle back to her sitting out, she's only 29. So even if she sits out for say two years while you know Alistair sits out his contract, she's still only gonna be 31. I I mean, you know, you had you had you had the Bella twins in the ring and they just had kids. You know, you had you know Trish Stratus and you've had Lita in the ring and they put on matches. So I don't think at 31 it's totally impossible for her to have a year or two off and come back and you know not be able to do anything. Yeah. Right. I think it'd be pretty easy to say if she went to AEW, she might be the best talker in the women's division uh, if she showed up today. Honestly. Oh, was, oh yeah, she would be. But like, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Cod. I mean, I'm not too sure that she may like everything else besides actual wrestling. Because to right. be honest with you, she was getting paid, whatever she was getting paid, making a good living and not really doing too much of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, if, oh, if yeah. you think of it they're, they're in that way, I mean, hell, if you want to pay me the same pro- the same pay to not take bumps, I mean, okay, you know? I think it just depends. Yeah, that's that's better. The type of person who goes, like, I, I, I just, I think of, like, Macho Man on the commentary desk. Like, yeah, he was fine oh. there, but you know he was the guy who was like, I'd rather be in the ring. So I always kind of wonder if, like, that's her mindset or not. I think that a no. lot of people. No, uh, Matt, I, I think yeah. you're 100% correct. I just don't think that that's her. No, I could be wrong. No, yeah. I, I don't think she's well, waking up every day, well, well, can't wait to have a five-star match. 
Well, could, and that, could, it, you know, because this speaks to something else that's going on. I mean, it's how many times is this going to happen where we have got people that are, you know, make a great name for themselves, they do well in NXT, and then they go up and just flounder, and they've got nothing for them. They do ridiculous things with them. Um, it just seems like at some point somebody's going to have to. I know that I was reading an article today on Cage Side Seats that's saying that that SmackDown is in chaos because basically they can't write anything because they have to wait for Vince McMahon to get there because he'll just tank, you know, just rewrite the whole show. So they don't even bother doing anything. So the shows are come off as chaotic. We have NXT, which is building stars like Selena Vega, like Andrade, like Aleister Black, you know, and they're just coming up. There's nowhere for them to go. Like I think of Adam Cole now. It's like, there's no way Adam Cole is going to succeed on Raw SmackDown. There's no way. And And it's like, this is a like this is I think Zelina Vega is a an event in a much much bigger problem, which uh, is I, you know NXT is just feeding people who go and wait their contract out and go somewhere else. Uh, I think it's because it's you have somebody who is like a Trips and uh, William Regal who are working with the stars to try and put out the best possible thing and then they get the main those stars up to the main roster vince hasn't even seen them on nxt and vince gets there and he's like what's this new toy you can do a flip that's your entire gimmick well we're talking about this without talking about the other aspect of it of they're coming up but no one's leaving yeah they're they're getting brought up you know, the night after mania and we're all pumped because we know what they're capable of, but there's no spot on the card for them. Everything's filled yeah. up, you know, and I get, you know, it, it's, it's entertainment. It's a competition, but you're telling me that like, we have a guy who was considered the best wrestler in the world in 2016. Um, and now he is, Oh God, he was thrown into a tag team with Cesaro, but God, you haven't seen them in weeks. Like you have arguably mm-hmm. the most charismatic wrestler in the world in Shinsuke Nakamura and nothing. Now I know foreigners, but listen here on PWO, get your money. But with that being said, mm-hmm. um, I've been on this for two years. At what point do you stop going to WWE again? Yeah. Get your, get your money. But if, if you're, uh, you know, cause some people, it, it, it depends on the person, on the wrestler, you, you know, are you, is it a career or, 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 you know, like, do you want to actually portray your art form and this, that, and the other put on matches, or are you just trying to get paid? And both are fine. I'm fine with either or. Um, but man, if you're a guy or a gal that wants to be the top, you know, be the one person, uh, it's getting harder and harder and harder to go to WWE because you're going to go, you're going to get log jammed. You may get paid, or appara- I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if we will get to this later. Or apparently, you may not. In NXT, that's you know, you may get six hundred dollars a match and have to cover your own travel expenses. But well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. So, back, back to Matt's point. Also, um, it's been a problem ever since. Um, they've kind of gotten away from the true brand brand split and that, and that is oversaturation of the main roster. 
it's been a problem for the last three to four years. And it's because of Dwight's point exactly. Vince gets to the show, looks at the script that he pays people to write, and then looks at it and changes it completely. So at some, at some point, back to Jeff's point, when are we just going to stop this? Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's costing people the passion of, of like true professional wrestling. And yeah, I think it is. a bigger error here. No, I, I agree. And Matt talked about this, said this a while ago as well. Like, and he was right. Like, at what point, you know, so we'll, we'll just sign everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we'll just sign everybody that's not nailed down to either AEW can't have them or, or nobody else can have them. And don't, I mean, that's their, that's their right. They can do whatever they want. But, man, you and everybody else may suffer, you know, and the re- I wouldn't say the wrestling business, but, you know, just the oh, art of man. wrestling is, is, backing up and suffering because i mean there is no wrestling in wwe anyway but you know you're still just you know behind the eight ball no matter which way you slice it you're getting paid though well i think another uh prime example of that um is someone who i think for the most part in nxt they've done very well um but their one main roster exposure was not walter I mean, Walter is Don't do this to me. as the guy in NXT UK. And honestly, he's had incredible match after incredible match. It's proof that, you know, NXT, you're given the, the, the opportunity to make incredible matches and actually like put together a great show. You don't need to, you know, be on an indie show or AEW or Ring of Honor to have a five-star match, you know, but... At that same time, what happened the first time that he shows up in on a main roster card? Let me, the f- sorry. I was about to say, let me remind you guys, because it was just last year. Yeah, and, I lost my shit. Yeah, Survivor Series. Wasn't so, it when they were in the UK? One more time. Wasn't it when they were in the UK? Um, He had the match with... Uh, Seth Rollins? Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was actually Matt, not the big thing I was gonna point out. Was the fact that he got eliminated no. immediately, I believe, by a claim. Yeah, yes, he was the first one to get eliminated. Yeah, in about I think ten seconds. Jesus Christ! You know, and not to mention how WWE, I think, like an inside job, um, covertly went over into England when they were on their strong style rise and just said, "Hey." We'll do NXT UK. We'll buy everything, and you guys can't work with anybody else. Okay, sounds great. And then now it all came crashing, pummeling to the ground. Um, he got eliminated in two minutes and it's 57 seconds. He got eliminated before Shorty G. All all of it. So all, all of England Strong Style Wrestling that they took so long to build up was all snuffed out by, you know, the stroke of Vince McMahon's checkbook slash, you know, Triple H bringing the hammer down on, you know, being uh, step Steppenwolf and bringing it down on top of everybody. Walter knows what to do, though. Stay yeah. away from the states. Don't yeah. come to the states. That's your bread and butter. And I think I think he it. And Matt, Matt, I, I I also think he's being kind of punished for that too. Like, hey, come on down to NXT in Orlando. It's great. And he's like, uh, nah, I'm I'm good. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm all right. 
But it, it's to the point where, and and like it, it's the the I guess frustration from a lot of fans. I saw an argument yesterday of people trying to say like, you know, Walter's okay, you know, and no. like it's so oh, frustrating. Man. Media match. Go we, go, we, go back and watch the NXT take take takeover match. It's Pete Dunne, and that's the best wrestling match over the entire yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, but you guys know why. That's a modern wrestling problem. Well, because Walter's not doing any flips. He's not jumping over people. No, no, no. And like, I don't think it's just that. I think like, a large portion of it go like we know the WWE product is, is locked down. We know that this kind of thing, you know, so many wrestlers are limited in what they can do. So I would much rather see them have the opportunity to wrestle their style match anywhere else but the WWE, which once again, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, you know, I enjoy watching a WWE show every time I sit down and watch it by any means. But, you know, just because a wrestler signs, it doesn't make them bad. Um, and I think his track record mm-hmm. shows he's having great matches. I mean, did everyone see uh, his match against Ilya Dragunov recently? It's definitely yeah. top match this year. It was incredible. I don't know. I, it's it's a fantastic match. Um, but, man, that got no love, like, at all. I wonder what Meltzer gave it. <laughs> I think, actually, like a 4.75. It was it was pretty good, from my remembering. Um, Again, that's our, unfortunately, that's a modern wrestling problem. WWE stink is on it as well, yes. I think that's, that's the a big part of it, is that, like, any wrestler associated with the E gets a bad rub, and I'm not trying to – Besmirch that by any means. I, uh, I gave it a five star. Five star. All right. Did he? Uh, I'm oh, seeing four point seven five. Uh, I'm profightdb.com. I'm IW nerd. There we you don't go. need to fight over stars, guys. We got no, no, no. We do because Walter is a five star professional wrestler. That's why he's a five star general in the ring, Kemp. Rings <laughs> I mean, Imperia. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Like, no. this is exactly it, though. If you're going to sign these guys, let them do their shtick that made them successful on, on the independence. Because, God, Ring Camp is essentially just <laughs> Imperia. No. Exactly. What yeah. Yep. So, yep. like, you know, clearly it works. <laughs> yeah, but like Dwight said, if, if, if if you you're, don't think you're gonna come over here and get in on your own, that ain't gonna happen, Jack. <laughs> you're not getting over unless we can sell it, or or, or unless it's our gimmick. Point yeah, exactly. like period. Right. Or or you're the Rock. <laughs> well, look, the Rock can do whatever he wants. Like yeah, next, you can do next year's WrestleMania. Not this do whatever coming you want. After. All right. Well, right. that was a big tangent from our original topic of Zelina Vega. <laughs> Uh, and what her her release means? Not, not really, though. Um, that's that's well, a big story. I do story. think it's drastically different in terms of where we started to where we ended. But I'm um, I'm very curious to see if anything still comes out of it. Um, it's been very weirdly mm-hmm. quiet lately. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things where we were getting something from this every day, and all of a sudden there's nothing. It makes mm-hmm. me a little uneasy. Ooh. Um, all right, let's do the thing that no one wants to do. Let's talk Survivor Series. No. Oh, God. Because 
this is like <laughs> I was about to say Jeff's like and I'm gone. <laughs> oh, he muted himself. Yep, he's right. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's gone. Bye, uh, Jeff. So let's just let's just go ahead and go through this. And the sooner uh, we're done, the better. Uh, pre-show battle royale. Miz won by last eliminating Dominic Mysterio. So here's my gripe with this. I don't I don't have an issue, and this is gonna be a surprise thing to everybody. Uh, I, I don't have an issue with Dominic being the last guy thrown out. I do think it's a good move that we should start, you know, promoting our younger talent, that thing that we've been saying to do now for years. Um my issue with this, you're gonna make a pay-per-view where the whole thing is battling for brand supremacy. So why do we have raw guys fighting raw guys and SmackDown guys fighting SmackDown guys in a battle royale when especially most of them are wearing T-shirts saying which shirt or which show they're on? Because it was a dual brand battle royale, Matt. Do we that's, need any more exactly information? It. Like if the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> like sorry, that was a slow burn for me. <laughs> for himself, I guess at the end of the day. Sure, but I understand what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, yeah, it just my lazy to me. My one gripe with WWE writing with battle royales is somebody always gets injured and they slide under the bottom rope and they miss about three fourths of the match, and somebody's celebrating the victory, and then it's like, but wait, there's more, and this. This heel always win, dog. It is it is an overused trope, though. I'm with you on that. Yes, it's done way too much. It feels like it's done every time there's a battle royale that's not the uh, Royal Rumble, and they've done it a couple of times there too. Looking at you, yeah. Shawn Michaels. Reigns. Gordon. Wait a sec. Oh, sorry. Okay. Wait a <laughs> All right, so first matchup is Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, the men's match. And uh, God, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle defeat Team SmackDown. I believe it's a clean sweep. It's a clean sweep. Uh, Seth Rollins basically gets tagged in and is basically wants to be eliminated. Uh, but he's also taking some time off to go do the dad thing with Becky. So, which is fine. I got no issue with that. Yeah. Um, um, this is the rare sweep. You really don't see it. Um, Survivor Series was around for about three to four years before you saw their first sweep um, of a Survivor Series team. Um, so, mm-hmm. for this to happen, um, I, first of all, I thought the SmackDown team was kind of shoddily put together. No, no real big name and the bigger names that you had, you know, Seth, Seth Rollins sacrificed him, him himself for the team, which makes zero sense. Um, and then you have Kevin Owens who doesn't make it to the end, but then you've got Otis who, okay. Yeah. All right, he just, he just, oh, he's, he's the guy they're pushing. I got, I got, I got love for Otis as a big guy. Who is an upper mid mid carter who's never gotten a break? Okay, they 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 put the money in the bank briefcase on him and said, "Nope, you're you you can't handle it." 
So, okay. And then, yeah. And then, and then you had Jey Uso, who's brand new to the scene here. Okay. Uh, I had no doubt SmackDown was going to lose. No doubt. Because the, because the team was not put together well. They didn't have a lot of name. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you look at the other side, and there's a lot of star power on that side. Yeah. Now, so, I will defend myself real quick, because I definitely, on the predictions, said I think uh, SmackDown's going to win here. Um, just because the entire build was, Team Raw can't get along, and then all of a sudden they get along at the pay-per-view. And then they come out on Monday night <laughs> and are fighting. Yeah. So, so, so Raw just rolled SmackDown, and like nobody on Raw got eliminated. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was it was less than twenty minutes, Jeff. Yeah, uh, for being a five on five Survivor Series match, it went nineteen minutes twenty five seconds, and your first <laughs> elimination was six oh five. Uh, and then Kevin Owens was twelve twenty, and then basically from there, it's like here's a couple of minutes, if that, between each elimination. Sounds like a yeah. old school um, team Hogan. Yeah, they gave uh, they gave Jay Uso love by being the last guy and trying to fend off, but he never had a chance. That's being that's being used also as part of his storyline with Roman Reigns. Um, which, you know, at least good on that for being storyline. Roman Reigns is disappointed. Jey Uso can't get a win. Uh, well, they're going to get his stuff right. Try to, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, well. Well, kind of. Oh. <laughs> uh, up next. Man, I think this was the match of the night. It was a very rare. Well, I, I don't want to say that. It was exactly what the New Day does. The New Day and the Street Profits had a fantastic tag team match uh, that went about 14 minutes. I think 1340 is what I'm 1340. saying. 1340. Um, but honestly, it, it was great. It was great. Street Profits went over clean. Um, uh, Montez Ford hits Kofi with Trouble in Paradise. Um, once again, you have the talent. These are like the two tag teams besides the Usos who they've done a pretty good job booking together. Of course, they're going to go out and have a great match. Um, New Day, man. Underrated. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it should have been a title unification match. Um, Because out of the teams you just named, how many other legitimate active tag teams do we have? Define legitimate. Um, they've been tag teaming for a little bit. So, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was your definitive definition. They've been tagging for a little bit. So Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. All right. That one. Uh, this is coming from smarkoutmoment.com. Uh, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh Ooh, Akira Tozawa's Ninja Clan, okay. uh, the Artist Collective, Cesaro and Nakamura. Cesaro, Artist Collective. What is that? That was the name that Sami Zayn gave them prior to COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I don't think they've had a tag match since they lost the titles. I don't believe so either. In, in their defense, that was like a month ago. 
So my overall theme here, though, is if 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 we don't have enough tag teams to and, and we have to start putting guys scheduled together just to make a tag team, just put them together. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Real you can't have it. and just do it. You can't yeah. have a brand versus brand title match. Uh, you know, if you do that, so we gotta keep the Survivor Series theme going. Yeah, you know, uh, last year we had we had we had a Universal Title match and we had a WWE Championship match and an NXT Championship match. Yeah, but we stripped NXT from this show because God forbid they won the whole thing last year. We exactly. gotta remind uh-huh. everyone now they're losing to AEW Weekly that they're not you know yeah. the top brand. So you have the capability to just do title matches. Okay, it's just whether that that year whether you choose to do it or not. Yeah, the uh, always no. The brand supremacy thing only happened once the brand split started. Uh, and they even went away from the brand split for a couple of years, and they still had Survivor Series matches. Yeah, yeah. This is the weakest of the big four. It is. Um, I stand by that it is no longer a big four. Ooh, I think ooh. Money in the Bank has replaced it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's. I, I get behind that, Matt. Oh. <laughs> yep. Up next, despite dis, despite the climbing the corporate ladder fiasco that was this year's <laughs> Money in the Bank, but we won't talk about that. Well, look, man, people died. Yeah, people were killed. People <laughs> <laughs> resurrected. Let's not forget, Rey Mysterio got thrown off a roof and then like a month later had his eye gouged out by the stairs. Listen, Rey Mysterio had a rough couple of weeks there that we choose yeah. to forget about. His, his daughter no, started it's, Ray, like 11 Ray, years old. Rey Mysterio is 2020. Like he's 2020. In yes. Should have retired much earlier. <laughs> or should have just not retired. All right. Up next, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Lashley gets the win here with the uh, the Hurt Lock. Fun match. Good good references to their initial feud in 2018. Thank God we didn't get another Bobby Lashley sister segment. Um, this match is fine. Bobby Lashley needs to be pushed to the moon. Dude is a million bucks. Uh, the Hurt Business might be my favorite thing on Raw. Oh, also, there's, there's another tag team for you, the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was gonna. I was going through some tag teams, and then we just kind of moved on. Yeah. So, I, th- I, think, uh, I think I made. There's, there's not a lot of good ones. Um, Sasha Banks defeated Oscar clean. This mm. was not a good match. I don't nope. know. A lot of people. I don't. I don't know, man. Some people think that these two have the greatest chemistry, but the last two times that they have faced each other, I have been left unimpressed. Because um, you've seen it before, and it's the same. It's 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 the same match. And like this one was different than the one we got at Backlash, but <clears throat> like they changed the formula. They they went to the finish differently, but. Like I, I don't know these these two get going together and I just struggle caring. The issue <laughs> is they they're both great wrestlers when put with the right people. The issue is is always great. <laughs> they both wrestle a completely different style of match, and that's the only style of match that they really wrestle. 
Asuka's a little more variant than Sasha Banks, but Sasha Banks is like, here's my one match. This is the layout for the match. I think that's more so her main roster issues we've already said over. I, th- I would I would argue, and I think this goes for everything, NXT versions of them are better, but... Oh, they totally I, are. I, I, these two are capable of having a better match than what they had, but man, 2020 has not been the year for it, in my opinion. Some, some people love them. Some people think they're some of the best matches we're seeing every week, but I'm not one of them. I'm not a believer. I guess. Um, geez. All right. Team Raw Women's. Okay. Here we go. The Women's Survivor Series match. Team Raw won against Team SmackDown via countout. Say it. So. What? The whole team? So. It was a fucking stupid-ass bullshit way to end a match. So, Jeff, let me, let me take oh you on a story. Oh, my gosh. I here. can't believe you're hating on Lana like this. Let me take you on a <laughs> You're hating on Lana. Here, okay? That's not right. The she won? Point, Lana Hold was on. the sole survivor. Hold on. So, let me take you on a journey here, okay? Sort of. The whole yep. storyline for, for Team Raw is that everyone bullies Lana. No one wants Lana there. Um, I think all this is really to tie into her chronicle that was just released where they do talk about like how the internet bullying her has caused her to have some mental issues, which whatever. I I mean, none of us are in the situation where, you know, millions of people say we're horrible every week. So I'm not here to argue on that one. I'm not here to argue Uh, on that one. You want me to talk about how I got banned from Twitter? Can I talk about how I got banned from Twitter? No, no. no. <laughs> Everybody should do no. their darn homework. So, the story has been no one wants Lana. Lana's been getting put through a table every week by Nia Jax, who is, I guess, the supposed team captain of Team Raw. I'm surprised she made it this long, then. Well, uh, so, well, I mean, like, like without, without, like, seriously being actually being hurt, seriously being hurt. Where do you think this storyline would naturally go? Lana's being shunned by her entire team. God, I don't know. Well, I mean, no, well, that lets me think she's going to win the whole thing. But, I mean, that's, that's so, not a shocker. So, yeah, <laughs> but you would think, like, maybe, you know, there's a proving the bullies wrong segment portion of this, right? Yeah, you would think, like, hey, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to get even or, or show my merit, I guess. My so, worth. Lana gets tagged into the match, and actually, you know, Matt. Lana doesn't get tagged in. Yeah, Lana tags, tags herself in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Same thing. So she's starting to roll, and you know what? She's not looking too bad. You know, she she's doing what I expect Lana to be able to do if she's actually given a chance to to actually roll. So, okay, all right. She goes to make a tag out, and everyone's like, no. I'm not going to tag out. And so then she starts rolling again. And now all of a sudden Nia Jax and everyone else is like, get over here so I can tag you out. So A, what? B, so that happens. Okay. I believe Nia Jax tags herself in now. Something like tells that. tells Lana to stand on the stairs and do not move. 
And so Lana, for the remainder of the match, is standing on the stairs, like, half crying. All right? Jeez, get me out of here. (laughs) We we got some big segments here. Peyton Peyton Royce does a really good job. She gets a pin over Bailey. uh, And honestly, good on Peyton Royce, looking good here. She hits her with her finish. Oh, sure. The deja vu. Um, but then she gets caught by Natty like 10 or not even 10 like seconds, like a minute know, like and a, minute a half later puts her in the sharpshooter. So she taps. So it's almost like all the momentum we just gave her gone immediately. But once again, WWE, it's what they do. All right. So now it is down to, uh, I'm, I'm fast forwarding all the way here. Okay. It's okay. now Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax and Lana in the corner. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Shayna Baszler gets disqualified because she doesn't let go of her Carafuda clutch while uh, Bel Air is in the ropes. Okay. okay. Uh, Baszler, I'll, I'll give her credit, does this. She says that Bel Air is unconscious before the five count happens. Oh, she she almost got pinned though because um, they did that spot how she always loses her matches where oh, she earlier somebody roll rolls it back um, makes her look and, stupid. At somewhere losing his mind right now, but go ahead uh, <laughs> with that spot. <laughs> so, Dana Baszler eliminated. It's now Bianca Belair versus Nia Jax and Lana. All right, so. Nia Jax and Bel Air both get counted out. Oh, so your winner is so your winner Lana. and sole survivor is Lana, and she comes in and starts celebrating like Lana did. I did it. I'm the sole survivor. Now look, I'm not a fantasy book. It's important. Maybe it's I'll occasionally have some creative control. What you should have done. And this would have made the most sense. Have Bel Air get the count out victory over Jax. If that's what you want to do, you want Jax to leave this whole thing looking like she can't get pinned or tapped, have Bel Air do that. Then just have Lana roll her up while her back's turned. Well, you, Lana at least gets a pin. Or that, or you, it's, you could have did like an accidental... She accidentally like hit her with something, or she accidentally like took a bump on the corner and knocked herself out. I mean, you you could have did it yeah. literally any you know any other way to accidentally do some like hammering blow, some finishing blow, or something. But like, if your whole storyline this time has been Lana's being bullied by everyone on her team, and you don't do anything to capitalize on it, it's like, what's the whole point of the story? Uh, it's going to turn into a tables match n- next month. Um, well, right now the plan is it's going to be a tag team title match at TLC. It's going to be Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending their titles against Lana and Asuka. Oh my God. Why are we? Why Asuka? Uh, so they did a segment here on raw last week in which Lana said, you know, as the sole survivor, she hopes, you know, she maybe gets a con- some consideration for maybe a future title shot if she's earned it. Uh, trying to babyface it up 
saying, you know, I, I would still love an opportunity for a title. Um, okay, fair. Um, match gets thrown out due to uh, the women's tag champs, Jackson Baszler, uh, which leads to a tag team match where I think Asuka got the pin. So, tag title match, TLC. There it is. I'm so glad I don't watch this stuff. I'm so glad I don't watch this. Mm-hmm. I can I barely take... It's main event time. Hold on, time out. I don't uh, understand... Um, oh, okay, first first off, I liked the match in the way that everybody got their spot in. Um, I thought per storyline, it was good the way they finished it. Um, if they make Asuka a double champion, that's absolutely dumb. Sorry. Would be the first time they've done it in 2020. Uh, correct. Still dumb. Not even the fourth time that they've done it in 2020. <laughs> um, in event, please okay. hurry up. Put, put me out of my misery. Um, it is Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. It honestly was not a bad match. Um, it was it was fine. It was acceptable. Drew McIntyre is a star. I stand by that at this point. He is the poster boy that you want to be the guy. Um, oh. That's fine. That's fine. But you know, uh, well, well. Let me just say though, I will, I will. That was probably one of the best done ref bumps I've seen in a while. I mean, usually it's like it, it looks. That was real. Like looked real. You know, like you really. That was a good one. All right, well, now I got to pull. Now I got to pull. If Dwight's putting that to it, now I got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm, actually preferred this to the tag match. Um, I thought that it was well done. Um, this was also, uh, Mel, uh, a Melter gave this four and a quarter out of five. Um, yeah. just for the yeah. record, um, this is probably my second best match on the night for me. Yeah. And I think that those are inter interchangeable. interchangeable. I thought that they were overall the best matches of the night. Ugh, it was still bad. Overall. Um, I just feel like this match went a couple minutes too long for my taste for what you were going mm-hmm. for. Oh, God. So the way it ends is we do have a ref bump. Um, Jay Uso comes down to help out his his tribal chief. Uh, Roman Reigns crotches Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew eats a super kick from Jay. And then uh, Roman Reigns puts Drew McIntyre in the guillotine where Drew passes out. Um, mm-hmm. Not how I would have done the finish with all those pieces. I would have probably just had him pin Drew. I, I don't know if I would have had it. I, I mean, it, it's uh, it is what it is. You know, it's not the worst finish they could have done. Um, just went a little long for me. Um, I have one thing before we get to the last segment oh. of. Yeah. Um. So, I just watched it. Yeah, that's 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 a quality ref bump. Good, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good ref bump. Like compared to all the AEW slash WWE ones for for a calendar year, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a really that's a really good ref bump. <laughs> Jeff, is this your like ref bump of the year? Good ref bumps. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, well, there are. I can send you a couple of good ref bumps, but but yes, that's um, that's that's a quality ref bump. All right, Ryan. You said mm-hmm. you had one last thing to add. Yeah, very very quick. Um. 
on the pre-show, uh, the gobbledygooker won the 24-7 title. Yes. yes. Um, here, uh, yeah, and then at the end of the night, R-Truth our, our got it back. So, um, John just, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of a prelude to the last segment of the night, considering they're both 30 years old. Um, but... So, the show ends with the tribute to The Undertaker. So. Right. And this has gotten a lot of mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people really like it. Other people, not a big fan of it. Uh, So. There was everybody there, too. Yeah, let me try and give you a quick little explanation of some stuff here, okay? So, we get like an, uh, a thing saying, you know, The Undertaker debuted 30 years ago at the 1990 Survivor Series. Um, and then we had, all right, I'm going to list everybody here. Big yeah. Show, Shane McMahon, uh-huh. Jay. Oh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn, I haven't even seen this. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> We're getting there. I'm sure. Party, Mick Foley, The Godfather, both of the Godwins, Savio Vega. The Godwins? Yes, Godwin. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah, but they're, they're like, yeah, but the guy was they're they're like good buddies in real life. Yeah, they, they yeah. got like one of the biker gang here. Rikishi, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. Ric Flair, Triple H, and Kane. Kane's the only one who actually comes out in ring attire. Also, oh, that's um, cool. Everyone else is suited up except for the Godwins. Godwins are God winning it. Um, but Kane is in like actual yep. like ring attire. All right. So they introduce everyone and they all come down to the ring. We get a video package. We come back to the ring. They're all gone. And in the ring is Vince McMahon who does like an introduction for the undertaker. Um, all right. So undertaker begins his walk to the ring Vince McMahon's gone. Um, and then we get... Uh, 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 I, I guess some people are trying to say it's an emotional speech. Um, it was like a two-minute speech that got pushed out by adding piped-in crowd noises. Um, here is Here is, I think, my biggest issue is that they tried to add in the, like... You know how when Undertaker does his spiel... And he does the whole rest in peace. Everyone in the crowd does it too. Mm-hmm. They tried to add that and it just did not work out. Yeah. yeah. And like, they only got it on the last word and it was a couple seconds late. So it came off as like, this is shoddy. Um, so mm-hmm. my time has come to let the undertaker rest in peace he does the traditional kneeling pose, and they have a hologram Paul Bearer. Um, that that and got, this was cool. Back a lot. Was, like, that was cool. I, I was down with that. But then they did the the bell tolled ten times, and so he, he did the throat slash, walked back up the ramp, threw up his fist one last time, and that's it. Uh, I mean, okay, cool, but I can't unsee all the other times that they've done this, so I could care less. <laughs> Well, Sorry. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, like, 
I don't know, man. I, I get it because you want to do the 30 years of the dead man. You want it to be like a, a solid number. It makes sense is where he started. But doing this with no crowd and trying to pipe in crowd noises with it. Yeah, but, it, but this gets to what Dwight said a while ago. The only reason that they thought of this is because they just happened to be here at the time. In the sense of like, oh, it's mm-hmm. November and it's 30 years. Oh, right, let's, let's do something for Taker. They didn't plan this a year right. ago. They didn't plan this two years ago. So, you know, to, to, to hell with that. Like, oh. yep. and well, I, and- like you said, Matt, you got fake crowd noise. Like, I'm sure it was like, like you said, rest in peace. I'm sure there was thank you, taker. You know what I'm saying? Or go taker. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Ah. Thank you, taker. Yep. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Um, well, and I was going to say, the, the, for a guy that, that was wrestling at WrestleMania, really – that should have been at the end, the, 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 the boneyard match with, with AJ Styles. Then you do this, not out of nowhere like this, because I think like, if you look Eight back to Ric later. Flair, I mean, but, but the, he needs to go out in a wrestling match. You know what I mean? And I yeah. get it. Yeah. It wasn't able to happen, but that's what should have happened. Because, no, but you, you literally um, got to see him they, ride off. What so. they did. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, Yes. Right. That's where it should have ended. They overdid it like they always do. Um, take nothing away from The Undertaker because Undertaker's The Undertaker, right? Um, one guy they did leave out that I was really sad that they left out of the group of people that he had feuds with was I still don't understand why Diamond Dallas Page wasn't in there. But that's just me. Well, you know why. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> man, so my, my frustration with this, and, and I've seen this, Savio Vega has been pretty vocal about not being a big fan of how this was done. Um, what was the point of bringing everyone down to the ring to stand? For two seconds. They all, they all got individual entrances, Jeff. Everyone got an individual entrance. This ain't up, I want to tell you, like 15 minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. Was Shawn Michaels first or was he last? Uh, he was towards Middle. the end. Yeah, it was okay. near, near the back end, but not not the last one. Okay. Um, I want to tell you last. I think it was Ric Flair. Or no, Kane. It was Kane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and first that, that was first. I think was Shane McMahon. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, makes so, all the sense. But what was the point of having these guys come? What was the point of having them come ringside, and then like, all right, your segment's done. Go. Listen, they should have been. The, the crowd noises and the right, yes, correct. Yeah. And, um, what's the point of putting you know all of these old guys? Hey, hey, and, hey, hey. <laughs> namely, Ric Flair. Why are we putting all of them in a ring together? None of them wearing a mask. For, oh, for god, come on, man, come on, let's let's not get into um, all that. So let's not go down that fucking road. Sorry. Um, well, okay. So- I don't want to hear like, oh, well, because of COVID, they had to do this. No, they didn't in the sense of they should have did it when he lost to Roman Reigns. And they should have yes. did it last year when he rode out to the thing. Dare I yes. say th- that they, that they, no, you, you that never was, get it. You never get a year. chance to, or this year to do it right. But they actually redeemed themselves. Well, they, they totally redeemed oh. themselves. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they should have ended it there. So with yeah, the, this just sounds like it, to drive yeah, this from was, the performance yeah. center. Yeah, this was just so forced. Amway Arena. S- 
So, um, again, it's not Taker's fault. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong necessarily. Right. But just this sounds awful. It, and it, now I'm going to have to look at, look at it when we get off well, of here. I think you need to as just a wrestling fan, just because, I mean, I know you and I are on the same page when it comes to Taker, but I don't know. Like it felt like a dude who deserved more and and deserved better for all the time and all the mileage he put in at the least, you Mm -hmm. know, um, like like Dwight Mm -hmm. says, you go out on your back. He should have went out. I I don't want to say this, but he should have went out the Roman reigns. Unfortunately, but like, yep. think about that. If you do that, which I'm fine with, I, you guys know how I feel. I feel that way anyway. But like, I, I think of like the Ric Flair treatment when he should have yep. retired, lost to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania the very next night. Yeah, it's perfect. It's over. Perfect. Perfect. Done. perfect. Tears. Yep. Everyone's crying. Yep. You know, but like this just didn't feel right. Nothing about it felt right. Right, he should have wrestled Sting at WrestleMania. That should have happened. It didn't happen. In a boneyard match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not that you know. A few years back, there was so many things that didn't happen, and I think they've just been trying to, you know, they're trying to squeeze every bit of money out of the Undertaker well, character. Well, boy, well, never forget Triple H had to put himself over and all of his friends over. <laughs> you know, that should have that should have been un- no, that should have been Undertaker. It shouldn't have been Triple H. Just throwing that out there. Wait, what? I mean, Sting, well, just, Sting, 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 oh. Sting. Sting oh, should have right. wrestled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sting should have wrestled. Sting didn't sign. That's on Sting. Yeah. It's just like how they wanted to do the Abyss match, but Abyss never signed. Yeah, but yeah. they can make it happen. Well, yeah, they can. And you know what? The, the sad thing is, though, and, and you said it right, when he when he lost to Roman Reigns, you know, when the streak was over, that you know, whatever, that's when you go out. But just think, if that had happened, Jeff, if they had done it the way they should have, that fiasco in Saudi Arabia never would have happened. Nope. Neither of those fiascos in Saudi Arabia ever would have happened. But yep. guess what? They both did. He got dropped on his head by Goldberg, you know, and it's and so really, thank God AJ Styles came in and they had that match because that would have been our last memory of The Undertaker was Goldberg dropping him on his head, you know, and, yep. I, and I didn't want that. That Saudi Arabia huh. show was the last uh, uh, pay per view before COVID. Well, that was that was a while ago. This was yeah, that was this was oh, the more recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ruined my three sixteen. I was going to Pittsburgh for to see Stone Cold, but that's another. We'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, so, God, that'll be a fun one. Perspective on this, um, on the on this on this whole Undertaker thing. Um, growing up. Um, in in you know the you know middle late nineties early two two thousands and to now, um, he was a guy that I grew up watching, um, and to see it done this this poorly, um, it was kind of depressing to watch honestly, and I mm. think and I think the bait and switch where hey let's bring out all these legends people that he has close ties to and then not being involved in the actual like proceedings itself is a slap in the face to fans. It's a slap in the face to everybody involved. Um, yeah. I thought it was a nice touch at the end to, to include Paul bear. Um, it kind of, it kind of got me for a hot second because then they told the bells and, um, but mm-hmm. overall Jeff is hundred percent right. You can't blame this on COVID. Um, 
there was a right time to to actually go out. Um, and it was before and it was before the Roman Reign Reigns match. Because watch in the last ride match, he even says that was he shouldn't have even been wrestling. So it should have been pick one. Pick one. Yeah. See, right. Seriously. This is about five to six years overdue. So mm-hmm. ultimately it kind of seems right that they would do it during COVID because it's way overdue. And this is the cherry on the top of the crap cake that is this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> we still have another month, Ryan. Don't jinx us. TLC is well, coming and Nia Jax has a match, baby. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, Brian, to, to, to add to 2020, I don't know if you saw that, that's that WWE put out the top 10 cinematic matches. Yeah. Gotcha. <sighs> Oh, and I was like, I just put that out today. I was like, okay. Um, have there been 10? Well, yeah. Well, they included like the stupid, the stupid, like axe throwing segments that the Viking Raiders and them did as a cinematic, whatever. But anyway, I was looking it through. I was like, okay, we're going to give me, I'll give you the boneyard match. I'll give you a fire, the fun house. I'll even give you money in the bank. I'll, I'll, I'll give you five of those. But then the rest of them were like, well, the rest of these are all garbage. They're hot garbage. And, so it was that's 2020 is like they tried to make a top 10 of the <laughs> hot garbage that they did this year. You know, it's ridiculous. Whatever. All right. Are you guys ready to purge yourself of hot garbage and talk about some good stuff? MLW Opera Cup, baby. Oh, uh, boy, Dwight. <laughs> that's a Thursday one. <laughs> okay. So because we got two last things to talk about. We got a big show coming on Wednesday, but we have an even bigger show coming january 4th and 5th and we got some information Mm -hmm. about that recently so the first thing up is that new japan had announced that they are going to have a special guest for wrestle kingdom it is musician actor comedian artist norotaki kanashi um he is uh the special guest celebrity promoter as well as he did the theme for wrestle kingdom this year um but i thought i'd give a quick little update on where we are with the cards on that okay Mm So right now, night one, it is Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay mm. and uh, Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naito for both belts. Yeah. Right money. now, the only match we have for night two is Jay White versus the winner of that match. Oh, God. Kota's going to win the whole thing. Son of a bitch. Jeff goes Super Saiyan. This is an absolute perfect time to split the gosh darn titles. My God, it's been long enough. Okay, it's way overdue. I'm gonna get job again. Fuck. New Japan very rarely messes things up. This is one thing that I just think that they have not done well. Well. The, the reason you know that they don't know what they want to do that's why because even if they book something bad you're like oh okay you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and you can take it and be like okay well i see what you tried to do there it didn't work out okay but you no, guys but this, only succeed so i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt yeah this it looks like they really don't know what they want to do and that's why they screwed this pooch so many times yeah koda bushi is going to win the whole thing and i'm going to lose my mind yep it's happening honestly i will never lose faith in the new Japan product. Yo. Arguably in a in a pandemic world, 
they've put on some of the best pro wrestling matches in the world this year. Oh, oh no, no, they have. Oh, l- l- listen, I'm not saying this is terrible. Like, it's, oh, it's, no. it's not awful, Cod. I'm just saying, like, you know, if we can, if I'm picking at one thing ever, New Japan, you know, over this everything. This is it. You know. <laughs> um, God, you know what I just kind of thought about? Oh. They could have the match on night one go to a draw and have a triple threat. Oh. Which they yeah, don't typically that's, do. That's not their MO, though. I mean, they could, but... But they've I, done I, it with Coda before in the past. Just put... Yeah, again, just know. put the belt on them so them. we can get over it. Uh, unless it I is a you. stipulation or a... This is a 20-minute time limit match. All, all title I, matches in New Japan go an hour unless they had otherwise. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, if it goes to time limit, one of those one of those two will die on uh, on uh, night one. It's and a fast. It, it will be Tetsuya Naito. These guys legit might hurt each other. That's yeah. also a very big concern of mine is if one of them hurts, you know, whoever. If they're both injured coming into night two, like then having to have a main event match against Jay White. And Jay White wins? I'll take it. Uh, I mean, Whatever. I mean, whoever wins is going to win it. But, like, man, that would hurt Jay White, in my opinion, because he's not going to get the opportunity to get the match he deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay White needs to chase, or when Jay White wins, he just – I mean, he needs to be the most dastardly guy. I mean, and that's that's his MO. Don't get me wrong. That's what he does. Um, but, you know – you At this point – no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he, if he wins the belt, then you have to do something with him. You can't just like, oh, well, we'll put the belt on him while we figure out what we really want to do. Yeah, That's not fair. White, he's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fair to him. Kenny Omega treatment. Yeah, yeah you can't can. do that. Which is exactly what they did with Kenny when he won it. Well, he's finally got it. What are we going to do? I don't know. He's Kenny yeah. Omega. He'll do whatever he wants. They can't. That's I, not how you book a champion. I don't think it's that. I think, I think they knew he was le- like, he might have said, no, nah, guys, I'm good. They, they knew. Well, I think they was, knew. And that's, remember that's, that was August. None of that stuff started happening until uh, later that year. So, and he, he should have won the belt at that point. Man, they just did not do anything. Um, as long as if Jay White gets, gets the title at the end of night two, they make him a completely credible champion and not, and not anything very, very similar to Evil's title run. He um, needs to win it clean. He needs to win clean, and his first couple of defenses need to be clean as well because yeah. title reigns have been kind of booked poorly. Like, he can't win a match on his own, and he's too dependent on Bullet Club. Which, 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 which I yeah. think that maybe he, he win, if he wins, then obviously there's going to be some type of Bullet Club blow-up at some point. And and that that can be done correctly if it's done correctly, um, but I guess you know let's pump the brakes because I, I think Code is gonna gonna kill himself to a uh, New Japan title. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, essentially. And Ryan's gonna rejoice. No, I'm not. Jay, whole <laughs> damn thing. This is ridiculous. Okay, Jay White need needs to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. And that is it. He doesn't need both. Jay White sucks. Call it what you want. Just call him champ. There you go. Wow. That was strong. 
Gollum, the leader of Bullet Club. Where's the voice of God when you need it? So, <laughs> here is where this also goes here. News coming out. So, so just some backstage news on John Moxley and him and his relationship with Wrestle Kingdom, because as everyone knows, he is the current New Japan United States champion. Should have been stripped. Ooh. I, I hope, it, I hope it's not as bad as those punches he was punching Kenny Omega with the other day. But go ahead. So the word is Moxley <laughs> has been rumored to defend his title at Wrestle Kingdom. But as of this past Thursday, he was not booked to work the show, according to Meltzer. Um, it was noted that it is not dependent on whether or not Moxley drops the belt. So uh, no matter what happens on Wednesday, it doesn't change whether or not he could be at New Japan Wrestle Kingdom or not. So, so Well, wait a second. Let me, let me get to it before we start speculation, okay? Um, the main factor when it comes to Moxley working Wrestle Kingdom is if – Tony Khan can work out a deal with New Japan. Uh, Moxley does not have to drop the title. That's the very big thing. They're really pointing this out there. Um, so. Sounds like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Ryan, go ahead. They are going to Becky Lynch this. They're going to give the belt. Oh. You mean Kenta? Kenta's just going to be given the belt? Kenta, yeah, yeah, Kenta's going to be Asuka. Triple H style. And here, <laughs> here, here you go. You didn't know that this is what you were wrestling for, but here you go. So, I guess this is now your biggest test on an AEW New Japan relation. Is if you yeah, can I, find a way to get John Moxley on Wrestle Kingdom. See, I think, I think New Japan's Keep letting letting Mox keep it because they're 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 pushing to get. I think they're pushing to either have this thing. Hey, either we're gonna de- do a deal in the future now or we're not. And I have a feeling that they may be u- not using Mox because they're not doing anything wrong to him. But I mean, the he fact the that they're making up, yeah, yeah, the fact that they're making him not drop it, and, and he just happens to be the if if this was any person that's other person on the roster that's not the AEW heavyweight champion, I, I think this, this thing would have been dropped a long time ago, but mm-hmm. by him being the champ, I mean, I think that's, that's your end, you know, your, your AEW heavyweight champ is also the new Japan, um, you know, uh, United States champion. And I think they're going to use that to their advantage. Um, cause it, it's a win-win for them. Cause I mean, they don't need AEW and I, you know, so, but, but I think that they're going to use like whatever, talking negotiations they were going to have at some point, it's going to be sooner than later is is what I'm saying. Yeah. This, I think definitely pushes it to a bit. Yes. A much more urgent thing. All of a sudden, Harold Meiji's gone and Hey, you want to make this deal? Now's the time. Get it done. Yeah. Because Mox hasn't defended that title in almost 10 months. I was about to say, has he defended it since he's won it? Um, yes, he has. Uh, his last title defense is February 9th against Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Yeah. Okay. February. And, and, like and, New, J- and New Japan, don't, they don't play. So if they, if, if they really, really want it, by them not taking the belt means that they're trying to get something out of this or for something or, you know, come out, I don't know, do something. Here's the thing, too, is that probably not 
I mean, probably soon after that is probably when they stopped having shows. So even if we're looking from an angle where it's, you know, where he's, you know, now outside of the 30 day range where you normally strip, strip titles from out for not being defended, you know, we're looking at March 9th now um, where, you know, COVID was really starting to ramp up across the world anyway. So, but there's, but, but there's no reason you know, since you know, travel restrictions were 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 lifted to now that he couldn't have gone gone over, done what he got to do. So, um, no, I, yeah, on yeah. Tony Khan, Tony, I I fully believe he's going to make some kind of deal. Well, I think it, it needs to happen. Also, I think it needs to. I think for the betterment of wrestling everywhere, this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, Fair we enough. can finally get the. Jail I guess. Kenny Omega match we always wanted, Jeff. Yeah, oh, I, I, I mean, I've seen one. I've, I've seen, seen one two. It was okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. The only thing is that AEW is going to have to be the good side of AEW and not the the bad side of AEW when 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 you're when you're bringing that stuff to New Japan. Well, here's That's the thing. I think I think the New Japan influence would be big for AEW. Okay, so you guys do this this way. I've noticed they pick things up from people who they've worked with. So like Joey Janela, they've definitely taken some of his stuff from his spring breaks and his hardcore matches that they've allowed to put into their matches. Uh, the stuff with NWA, they've adapted, I think, in terms of how they're doing some of mm-hmm. the promos. You know, they, they pick up what they really like, I think, from people they work with. I think this would be a good thing for them, especially – Tony Khan, once again, he's still only a year into to booking and timing a show. You know, he's got the final say. Talking with these other bookers and getting a more, more general sense, I think is going to go a long way. All right. I'm just – I agree. Um, yeah. I, I just want to see matches that make sense. I don't want to see Bull – like, I'm uh, Dwight, I'm about to pop you on this one. I don't want to see okay. Trent, uh, Trent Beretta and the third Mulkey brother, you know, wrestling. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, Mulkey mania is running wild, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good on that. No, thank you. All right. So were you guys aware that winter is coming? Oh, God. God, he got screwed too, unfortunately. But go ahead. <laughs> so. Winter is coming. This Wednesday is AEW's big uh, mid-show between their next before their next big pay-per-view. Um, although we do technically have Bash at the Beach in January before Revolution. Um, I see it did that. So, uh, winter is coming. Here's what we got. Okay, and and once again, the big the big main event. Might I guess does not have New Japan implications. I thought it was leading into this. We're gonna have Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. Uh, good to see Britt Baker back in action, which means we're probably gonna see Thunder Rosa. Love it. So, uh, we're gonna have a tag team match. It's gonna be Cody and Darby Allen versus everyone's favorite of Team Taz. It is Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Team Taz has to win. Yeah, they uh, have to. Yeah, I think because Hook, Taz's son, is going to screw Cody. Because yep. Cody went too far last week. 
which God, I, I'm sad we couldn't talk about AEWs for for two hours because that was that show was good in my opinion. Unfortunately, lost in the ratings, but it was better than AEW, or I mean, it was better than NXT for sure. Well, it's it's a trend. Uh, AEW doesn't do well the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Correct. Um, Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian because Kaz got his hands on MJF. The Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. It is now officially a yearly event. It's happening. Cod and I have gone back and forth on who we think needs to win this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you can take it away from MJF in the inner circle to have it somewhere else build a spot. But, Ryan, you firmly believe that this is going to be something that could help with the inner circle feud. Absolutely. Um, I think this is – completely set up to to have Sammy Guevara win this entire thing. Um I don't makes sense. Even 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 though Wardlow is also in this this match, um I don't think that it's in the plans to split him from MJF anytime soon. Um but I do I do think that they've already showed the tension between MJF and Sammy Guevara. I think this would only feud it or just put add fuel to the fire just that much more. Um, so I mean, out of out of everybody in in the field, I think he has a great shot to win it. Um, you can look at a Scorpio Sky um, if you want to catapult him a little bit. Um, but there's a plethora of guys in this thing that could that could easily that you could make a case for to win. So I would say right now I think we have what fifteen. Total people, uh, MJF, Hangman Adam Page, Sammy Guevara, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Isaiah Cassie, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, <laughs> Orange Cassie, Kip Sorry. Sink, Miro, <laughs> and Wardlow. The Matt um, Seidel got me. <laughs> if, 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 hold on. If John Silver wins, he'll be the first double champion in AEW. I uh, don't think they recognize the BTE as a, uh, the BTE championship as an actual title. I am. <laughs> um, yeah, until he brings it ringside, I, I don't count it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I saw him. Hey, I'll, I I could eat one of those chips. I'm pretty sure I could do it. I could I could handle one of those flaming oh, hot man. chips. We had a coworker do it, and he crushed it. And then we had another one of our coworkers who died immediately. Yeah, not cool. Um. Yeah. We should do a Monday night show with that. Not me. Oh, Ooh. I I will officiate. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm down. I'm down. Anyway, so uh, for me, I think this is a Sean Spears win here. I think Sean Spears a has put in the work. He's put on great matches on Dark. Let's give him the push because he's about to be the fourth man, or at least the third man. In the new Four Horsemen, we all know. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be the guy. Yeah, but my next thing is, is if they cared about him so much, he would be having good matches on television, not dark. It depends. Can you find a spot for him? Without, well, If it's really your own storyline in a company that you run, yeah, you better find it. That's their problem, Matthew. Well, that's not anybody else's. Dark. It's been on dark. Dark has been good. I don't care what anyone says. And Sean's dark has been good. I'm not uh, saying it's not. I'm just saying we, we're to we're to this point now where you know we have a 15, 20 minute cinematic every week here. 
know what I'm saying, people? No, no, that's only mm-hmm. pay-per-views. I feel like not only did the, um, you know, Tully face on, you know, the underwear kind of set him back a little bit. Um, but, hey, he's been putting on some work on Dark, um, as well as if it, if it wasn't for a uh, small COVID interaction, he would have had his match against Scorpio Sky two weeks sooner. So that might have altered some of his TV plans a little bit. So um, yeah. I'm on board with Matt. If you're not going to push the um, if you're not going to push the inner circle feud, then why why not? You yeah. know, John Spears mm-hmm. and Scorpio Sky, both of these guys, I think, deserve the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Give it give it to somebody who has a credible win win loss record. I hope it just doesn't go the way it did for Scorpio Sky. The way it does it, you know how it goes for Spears. Yeah. So, Main event time. It is the AEW world title on the line. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Yep. So uh, here is my concern. They had Moxley get jumped two weeks ago, and he tried to put the blame on Kenny last week. This, to me, is going to be a thing where, like, a third man jumps Moxley and Moxley's going to win by DQ. That is my concern. If they do the right thing, Kenny Omega wins this clean. But who's the third man? Matt, um, <laughs> me, me and you sound like we, 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 we may be thinking the same. I think that they it's just like the Young Bucks booking where when the heel turn, all that stuff, they don't really know what they want to do. And I think that's why you got that third man beating somebody up last week, like you said, to possibly lead into said person, you know, I don't know, has struck again in this match. And I don't know, I, I think you may get your first like weird disqualification come this pay-per-view of the whole company. You know what I mean? That is my concern. That's my yep. concern. If if the New Japan deal was already done, I'm sitting here, I'm telling you, Kenta dropped John Moxley two weeks ago with a go to sleep because that's what breaks noses. Um, and we're all popping because New Japan AEW confirmed. Uh, but, man, there's just this part of me mm-hmm. that's in my stomach, like, Something I'm with you. Gonna happen. There, there's gonna be some tomfoolery, and then after that, I'm I'm not gonna care anymore. In the sense of like, listen, pull the trigger on something. Like, like they haven't pulled the trigger on anything. Like the biggest thing that happened this year was what? Maybe the Young Bucks winning because Cody's. Uh, you know, I, I I I mean like not as in like not super shocker, but like I was surprised that they won. A little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, I just feel like I think the big thing. I think a lot of pre-COVID and early COVID has has been lost in the shuffle. Uh, Double or nothing and Revolution prior, I think, had been really, really good shows as well. Um, well, I mean, I'm not saying the shows. I'm just saying like do something where it doesn't feel like you're halfway booking it or that like you're doing it so you can go back on it. I've seen a lot of arguments that we've made Moxley look unstoppable, so something has to have been. Something has to happen. Oh, well, that's I've been saying that for six months. Um, you have to cut his head off in the big, ring. <laughs> uh, a big thing that people have been sticking with. Um, the right call is Kenny winning clean here, but 
they keep saying in interviews that, you know, if, if 2020 was the year of John Moxley, 2021 is the year of Kenny Omega. Tony Khan Whoa. has said that in interviews. Young Bucks have said that in interviews. Kenny has now said that if you don't put the title on him now, it means there's a rematch at Revolution. Uh, and and that's that's too long. Listen, they screwed the pooch with Omega when he first came in. I didn't like the whole thing of like you have the shiniest new toy, you know, because wrestling didn't actually start happening until Kenny Omega started wrestling. Some people yeah, don't know yeah, that. You know. Um, yeah. So so you I have mean, that guy, and he's at the height of heights, and then you bring him in, and you're like, ah, uh, you don't get the habit. I think they screwed there. Like, yeah, people would have complained, but they would have got over it in a good in a good two weeks. I promise you. So now you've built this full this one year round, you know, come around. And the bill needs to be paid here come Wednesday. And I have a feeling <laughs> checks, a about, <laughs> checks about checks the bounce or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that they're mm-hmm. going to pull the trigger on this, which I think is the wrong move. Because if they don't, again, I, I, I'm not saying like I don't care and like my views are everybody else's. But, but, uh, but if it doesn't happen now, then tell me a reason why I, I want to care or, you know, again. It, it has to be something very big for me to – turn around and be like, okay, I can accept this, you know, like, no, no, no. like an NWO esque level thing to happen. No. I yeah. Like do that in the cards. I don't Neither do I. So it needs to be Kenny Omega wins here because, because they've never really remember. They never really did a hangman turn. I mean, uh, uh, Omega turn anyway, like, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of teased yeah. it, but they didn't do it. Well, the bucks but- kind of didn't turn. Well, I mean, they, they kind of teased this whole, like, I know Big um, Omega's been a bit more of a dick. His yeah, ring yeah, yeah. has been more targeted. Yeah, the Bucks are doing it, and now you're they're teasing you with like a um, like a heel elite, you know, type deal. But then they didn't do it, and I guess maybe they can come back to it come Wednesday if it's the Bucks. I mean, really, if it's the Bucks, that'll be great. But and also, it, why are you having them feud with TH2 <laughs> at that time? Like, well, I, I, I was about to say the same up. thing. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things here that. Just doesn't make any sense, but you know. We'll find out on Wednesday. We'll be back here yes. on Thursday well, to tell you about it. But welcome, gosh, what do you think? Welcome to pro wrestling in 2020. And look, once again, AEW, in my opinion, doesn't typically get a whole lot of things horribly wrong. They could find a way to prove me wrong, and we get some screwy finish. And I'm sitting here on Thursday going, okay, guys, look, they did the thing I asked them to do, but. I don't know what that would be at this point. But, but then too, you you gotta think of it this way. So um so say okay, so say God, just say Omega Omega beats him with, with a one wing angel, which I understand is the most protective finisher, but say he just beats him in the ring clean with a one one wing angel. I I would feel like I, I got cheated with that too. You know what I'm saying? So this guy has, has has been booked to the point where I mean he is the almighty and he just loses to a one wing angel? Like that's it? You know what I mean? Like after all this time and literally everybody, you know, and Lance Archer and literally everybody, I guess. So I don't know. I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. What do you think is happening on Wednesday? I'm, I'm torn because I feel like it's too early to pull the plug completely on Omega as the uh, champion 
but you gotta do it properly and you gotta give me a reason to stay invested in these two for another however long until their next pay-per-view that's what i'm saying which that's too long if you ask me and that's the issue with the four pay-per-views a year calendar that doesn't bother me as much but like okay I'm interjecting. I apologize, but this is this is something that does bother me. I I struggle with them changing the world title on a TV show and not a pay per view. Mm. Hot take for another day. Hot take. Yeah, day, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Cod, what's happening on Wednesday? Um, Cod will will be taking a look at. Battle Bowl from Star King. <laughs> um, as well, <laughs> um, Omega's winning clean. All right, that's the right answer. Dwight, who is a winning on Wednesday? Yeah, um, Kenny Omega is definitely going to win, but I think they're going to do something to keep uh, Moxley strong. Um, oh, I d- I really hope it's. Uh, it doesn't end up being a like a Becky Lynch thing <laughs> on here too. That's you put that you Cod Sinclair Cod suggested that. Now it's stuck in my head, and if it Inception. happens, just like Matt ruined Matt ruined um, SummerSlam, I'm going to blame you, Cod. If this happens, I'm gonna blame I you also ruined um, Crown Crown Jewel when I said that Goldberg would beat the Fiend. No, stop saying it. <laughs> stop bringing Pat, it up. Oh, Pat ruined that. <laughs> Pat ruined um, that um, was my birthday. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> Just when I forget about it. Hey, you bring oh, it back up. Watch the quick count today. Oh, guys, watch quick count. Check out the YouTube. Check it out. We've gone over. I'm sorry. I just missed doing this. It's been a minute. We've all been dying, so I want I, I have missed this opportunity. <sighs> We're gonna be back Thursday telling you everything that went wrong on Wednesday. So uh if you liked what you heard tonight, please, please support us at Kofi.com slash PWO123. It's as easy as one, two, three. Help us out. Just a quick little three count. Everybody three count. Quick count. That's quick a count. Watch quick count. So Hurricane Helms re-signed by DW as a producer. So good. With that, we bid you adieu. Please check out the YouTube channel. Check out ref old habits die hard. Check out the ref bump debuting this Sunday, where (laughs) I find a long lost officiating brother. (laughs) Check out the quick count as well. Don't forget to do your damn homework. Have a little bit of creative control. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Bye. Oh, I know. I'm sad. Count later. Because you're.